Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. This is your host, Chris, here with Ro, and we're continuing our uh, Toronto Film Festival 2021 uh, set of reviews. Uh, today, we are reviewing Petite Maman. Uh, Nelly has lost her grandmother and is helping her, parent clean, uh, helping her parents clean out her mother's childhood home. She explores the house and surrounding woods. One day, she meets a girl uh, her same age building a treehouse. Um, yeah, uh, this is what is what country is this film from? I is believe it it's France since it's Celine. France. That's what I thought, so. Um, Yama. Uh, yep. So, uh, what do you think? I love this movie. And I have to admit that I am extremely biased because this is from the woman who made Portrait of a Lady on Fire, mm. which was a favorite of mine out of a festival a few years ago and then now forever and ever. Um, I thought it was sweet. I thought it was kind of gentle. I thought it was kind of a, a low five version of kind of all the big, huge motions that were in the previous movie. And um, I like the way that it kind of plays around with the time slip trope mm -hmm. in ways that I didn't really expect. Um, it approaches grief and pain and, and, and the, the misunderstandings that can happen between mothers and daughters and um, the things that can creep down through the generations in a very unique way all without feeling too melancholy and it still found so because it found a way to end on a hopeful note without feeling like it undid all of the work that happened in the movie and the child the children actors in this movie are really really good yeah i i, I think it's one of the things that to me it was interesting because it wasn't um it's a movie that, i mean it, it starts with you know the oh, what is the what Nelly? Yeah, Nelly's a little girl. It, it starts with Nelly literally saying goodbye to all the other, um, basically old folks and the old folks from her, her grandmother died at, right? right. And so it, it opens like, and then literally you're going home with um, Nelly, and, and for a long time I couldn't figure out if that was her, her father, her uncle, because they don't really tell you what the hell is that. Her. That's her dad. No, her no, dad. no, you figure it out. You figure that it's her dad. But right? it took you. But you're right. It takes it, a while. It, it takes, but it takes a while to figure it out. Yeah, it takes a while to figure it out. I was like, wait, oh, this is this a porno okay. situation? Like, what's going on here? Like, I'm very, I'm very fucking confused right now in terms of what the hell the familiar structure here is. Like, everything's kind of fucking crazy right now. So I, you're but like, who's this guy? Yeah, yeah. You, you eventually you figure, okay, that's the father, and then he's married. Okay, but like, you're coming back and they're literally cleaning out Nellie's mom, I guess Marion, uh, yeah, her, cleaning out her, 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 her mother's, her grandmother, Nellie's grandmother's home, this childhood home, and going through all this stuff, and her mother literally leaves at one point, and, and it's just like, it, it's kind of a heavy kind of film, and but like you said, it ends more in a hopeful tone. It's not as it's dealing with grief in a good way. Put it that way, right? It's dealing with I mean, grief yeah. in a more understandable way, and it's not just honestly. It's not bleak. To right. it bluntly, there's a lot not of a honesty bleak. here, yeah. and it also kind of gives grace and respect to the maturity of children that sometimes um, we as adults either forget that we had as child or that we just don't experience or we don't assume is happening with kids around. Cause there's a moment here where the, the mommy and daddy are fighting mm. and it's one of those low key fights that a lot of adults think 
parent the kids don't pick up on the nuances Mm -hmm. of what's being said or what's up with their body language especially if they're looking away from them when they give kind of like that nonverbal attitude and then you realize later when it circles around in the movie uh because again this is her mother's mother and it's her childhood home and Mm -hmm. like you said there's a moment where she just had to tap out she'd leave she couldn't stay in the house anymore especially once they got to clearing things out and it was dredging up memories and, and like you know she processing her pain badly and i guess she felt like she couldn't do that in front of her daughter or it could also have been a conversation that we didn't hear that she had off screen with her husband he didn't want her doing that in front of her daughter mm-hmm. but um there's also a moment in here between uh nelly and her father where she starts to mention something earlier that her mom said And he looks at her all like crazy eyed and she looks at him and says, it's not that you forget. It's that you don't listen. Mm -hmm. And I was like, the profoundness of the lessons you teach and you don't even think you're teaching. And he couldn't say anything, but he's just like, "Uh you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh You know, he was the meme. So now that he's like, yeah, hmm, yeah, 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 I was going to say, so it just, they showed you the fractures and the disconnection in this, uh, this uh, marriage mm-hmm. without it ever having to get nasty or exploitive or feeling like they were sloughing this pain off onto this child. It was, it was very, it was very what we hope or what we pretend adulting is that we usually fall very short of the mark of doing. Yeah, right. It, it's like mommy and daddy are clearly having their issues but it's not that they don't love each other it's not that they they don't it's not it's not toxic right it's like right you know it's, adults it's have marriage yeah it's, it's marriage right there's gonna be some there's gonna be some disconnections yeah there's gonna be some disconnects there's gonna be some things there there's gonna be some times when the partner's forgetful is for it, it's gonna be some times when the partner doesn't listen where you know this is how it happened one time the partner going uh-huh yeah sure honey uh-huh 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 and later going what did i just say um, right you um you know what my bad you're right i was not listening right it's right it's like that, that's that happens right so or it's those conversations where you know you weren't really listening but right. you think that you heard something that you can exactly. uh you know pop back in with an active response and you can say something like yeah that's crazy and they're like what yeah, right right <laughs> exactly exactly right and this is normal right this is not i mean and i think this is why and there's there were several films at, overall at tiff that did things like this where it's like you're just like oh, we talked about this with uh, the film out of sync where you're just like oh wow they're actually the other people are not written to be trashed they're just mm-hmm. oh it's like you know they're not gonna be they're not complete assholes to our unnamed lead however they're also on some like but like we have to be firm in, in what we're doing and quite frankly you're not living up to we we're gonna support you but like you also need to get the fuck out of my house, right? Is is that kind of shit, right? Right. And so it's like, yeah. like I mean, we we underestimate the power of just showing somebody being back on that bullshit, right? Yeah. And so I appreciate that. I also appreciate this film, and they never really go into it. But again, this deals with some of the the, the time flip. We're not going to spoil it here, but you can kind of figure, even just reading the title. I was like, oh, I know what this is. I know what they're doing here. Now maybe that's because me and you, and I know you probably did too. Maybe mm-hmm. because me and you watch way too much of these kind of films in a sci-fi horror sense. Again, this film is not sci-fi. It's not horror. But having that background in us, 
we can see things like this going like, oh, I know what you're doing here. Yeah, and it's this, like because there's just this one yeah. moment and it's just so subtle and it's so graceful that it, it mm-hmm. really is kind of just a bit of a, a a chef's kiss where like you're in the woods and you're just like, oh, oh, yeah. OK, right. OK, exactly. I got right. you. I got you. Right. So but it feels more like some bridge to Terabithia type shit because mm-hmm. the cinematography and the way that they made it look, it's so crisp. It's so clear. And like the angles that they give, like the like the soft lighting is almost always to a, a three quarter profile. Uh, it's always to like an, an over the head shot. It's like one of these beautiful kind of sweeping vista views, and then you come back into focus, and you're like, mm-hmm. "I'm all invested." Yeah, and, and so, but there's a there's a moment here where there's also talk about the generational mm, health issue that they never go into the details of what exactly it is, but you know something serious, and it might have been something that's passed down from you know, uh, Nellie's mother's grandmother to her mother and things like that. So it's like, you know that they're dealing with some things here, right? And so right. that's also part of dealing with grief and 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 what that means. Like her grandmother, you know, kind of died from something. And is that, is that something that's going to, you know, Nellie's asking, is that something's going to happen to my mom? Did she get better? Like, what's going on, right? I'm not going to lie. At one point, because the mother left, I'm like, well, did she go because did did she did she leave because of the grief, or did she leave because she actually needs to get something checked out because she right, you know, and right, and so. But then you realize the moment that they drop you in is a pivotal moment Mm -hmm. in the little girl's life who Nellie meets exactly right. And then as you go through that and you start to unravel what's happening and you start to make the intersections and the connections to the conversations that seemed very one-off and casual at the beginning, just the kind of the conversations that people have to distract themselves when they don't want to think about something being terribly, horribly wrong, like someone dying, right? Mm-hmm. And then as they start to play out, you realize, oh, and you start to get all of these like underlying theme development and and this is starting to build the connection in the relationship. And it was a very unique and interesting way to get character development, right? Mm. Uh, but it also expanded the worlds in ways that you don't get in a horror movie because you get that pressing, intense, underwriting sense of insidious creeping we all about to die. This takes you somewhere else because it's a softer take with all of those same kinds of like situational tropes playing out in a more dramatic, quieter, but I, mm-hmm. I really want to say more emotional setting. It, I think it is. It's, it's less about, like you said, we're used to seeing these kind of things from a, a sci-fi horror, horror perspective where, like you said, there's a dread coming. Here is not that. And I've seen other movies, I can't name off the top of my head, that are like this, where it's that you're dropped in a moment of time that's pivotal in the um, pivotal in the lives of the characters you're talking about. Um, and you see why it's important, and they bring it full circle back later on. And so that works very well for this film. Like you said, this is, I think this was the first film of the physical I watched. I think. Uh, well, I know it's the first one I started poking at you. To watch. I know, I know. It, so it probably was. I think it was probably the first one that expired. Um, um, but and again, <laughs> not shocker. A lot of the films that we got to see this year were all in subtitles because <laughs> American filmmakers really are driving home the gotta watch it in theaters shit. You guys are fucking terrible. Fuck There's yourself. That, but, but like, um, but yeah, I didn't mind. As a matter of fact, I think. Um, it works very well for subtitles to kind of make sure you're not missing anything. Cause I think there's some really important conversations that happened as well. 
like I said, it this is not a long film. Um, I don't think so. Let me, yeah, it's an hour. Yeah, it's it's barely an it's barely over an hour. It's an hour. They have a list right. as an hour and twelve minutes. It's an hour and twelve minutes. It gets in, gets out, does it does what it needs. Um, like you said, I think the the young actresses they have here, the little kids they have here, do a great job of setting this stuff up. And yeah, it's it's basically if I would sum this film up, it's seeing how I would say I don't want to say the innocence of children, but like how children can handle grief, right? And that mm-hmm. why, and then also like the importance of, and the connections that mothers have, mothers with their daughters. You know, I think that's another important connection here. You know, um, again, the father's not a bad father or a bad man. He's actually had some really good conversations with Nellie at times and things like that. But this is really a film about, you know, daughters and their mothers. And yeah. And so, but it, it, uh, yeah, it's also about like people who it you know the filmmaker creates fully formed characters at all ages, mm-hmm. and so even though the lead character Josephine Sun, she's a beautiful, bubbly faced little girl, but she's also mature and solemn, and aware, and and she's three dimensional and. She's just as three dimensional as the mother and father here, if maybe not some more more you, so, right? You wanna you wanna know why? Why? <sighs> These little girls are sisters. Are they Yeah, Gabrielle and Josephine Sons. Are they twins? I I'm if I they're think, not, they're not that far apart in age because they, they every once be in a while I'd look at one and look at the other and going, Really? That would explain it. Cause I mean, but that also explains why they work so well together too. Right, right, because there was a there was a very there was a very clear unspoken connection between the two lead characters in this movie, and yeah, now that you've pointed that out to me, that they have the same last name, that they are probably related, um, perhaps they are twins. Um, if well, they are, then Bravo, Celine, the, uh, Skiami for finding them. The reason why I say that is because well, there's no picture for them, so I can't use that. So, but like, yeah, I, I got one. Not... You got one. Of both their faces. Well, no, is that a picture or is that the, the trailer? Are you looking on IMDb? This is no. Trailer. Oh. Without the process, it's oh, the pro- my- okay. Actually, yeah, I'm looking at this. Yeah, they're fucking twins. Yeah, they're or, tw- they're, or they're siblings who are only a year apart yeah, who look something almost like dead on each yeah. other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this. Yeah, yeah. Like ain't, this nobody, is, ain't nobody no. lying about these kids being related yeah, or they're right. being their kids. <laughs> This, yeah, is, this no. is the French Olsen twins, yo. Like this is this is what we do with depth. With depth, yeah. Because um, yeah. I okay. It, you it, know just, what? That actually is a fair comparison because what happens with the Olsen twins for a lot of their career because they came out so young and they were so cute. Everybody wanted to keep them in that cutesy little box, and mm-hmm. even as they developed, they developed in cutesy little sugary sweet stories, and they had to fight really hard for every layer of depth that they got. And I think that is a big, huge part of the export model for how we think about how children are supposed to be and how they get utilized in movies. Unless, of course, it's a Stephen King movie. And then, of course, you're going to be dealing with unpackaging trauma and reasons why you really shouldn't write, you know, huge ass orgies in the woods and then pretend like you didn't when you make the movie. Bygones. Uh, But in this movie with these two girls, like they're exploring what it means. There's one point in here where one 
looks at the other and I'll just say it out of context and 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 they're talking about something and she looks at her and says you're not the you're not the cause or you're not the reason for my pain. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel like a put on, right? It fe- right. they're having a really serious conversation. Mm-hmm. Because they know that their time is short. And we don't usually get that in American movies without a, dealing with prepubescent girls without a big, huge, fat helping of trauma and pain somewhere in the mix. Like the active something is being done to them kind of trauma and pain like that, that we drag them through. Not that they are experienced as if that makes a difference. We're much more exploitive of what we think the circumstances need to be in order for children to become, quite frankly, just properly emotive. And this is the first time in a long time, and I'm not surprised it's a foreign film or a a non-English-based filmmaker who's giving it to us, that you get this kind of real three-dimensional maturity and depth. Because there are times where they're both also little brats. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely there. I I do like there's a moment here <laughs> that is also very real, where Nelly first experience what when she realizes what's actually happening. It happens early on for her. She's yeah. like, "Nope, I gotta go home. I gotta She's leave. Like, nope, I'm, I'm out. out. I'm out." And I was like, I literally wrote my notes. It's like real. See, kids like see. This is why I know this is not a horror film because this is how kids would actually act. And was like, "Oh," yep. she was like, she walks in. She's like, "Oh hell no." And it basically, basically runs it out. She's like, Mary's like, where are you going? It's like, oh, I gotta go home. <laughs> She's like, I'll holler at you later. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's also the, the added maturity in there. And She's like, okay, so there's this thing that's going on. It has to do with you and me, and it's not right that you don't know. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna tell you. And then she just kind of trusts that that conversation is gonna be able to be had, right? Because that conversation should have gone left, far left, more left than it did. And I think that also speaks to um, the more natural reaction and what children accept and, a play, you know, where their mind will go and what, what they're open to versus what an adult is. But that first initial reaction, yeah, that's me. That's every child I know. I'm out. Where's my coat again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was your name again? Yeah, I got to go. Yeah, she she does she does that she does the mash or touching her fingers she's like, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. she takes one good look around. This ain't where I want to be. Yep, yep, yep. I'm out. I'm out. Like, so this ain't what you want. <laughs> um, what would you give this film out of ten? Um, this was my tie for most favorite of the festival. So this is a nine and a half for me. Okay, yeah, I give it a nine. Yeah, um, very well done, very well shot. You know, I think yeah. we mentioned it before. Um, and like I said, it's one of those films that it doesn't linger. It gets in, does what it needs to do, and again, it's not one of those films that even that when it ends, you're just like, oh, that's it. Like mm-hmm. it ends on one of those moments where you're like, no, you know what? I I like that. This that's, is perfect. That's a perfect ending, you know. And again, for the runtime on it, 
Yeah, that makes sense. So one hour, 12 minutes, <sighs> 71 minutes of your life. And you're right. We watched this movie the very first time that we could watch something on the platform. So mm-hmm. it's been a while since we've seen this movie and I didn't relook up anything and I'm barely having to look at my notes. So it sticks with you. Mm-hmm. It resonates. I mean, it's got it's delicate, but it feels weighty. It's just it's a and and it handles some very common stories in very original ways. So yeah, I don't even know why I'm withholding the last half a point. I don't know, but I also like the score. But then again, I I really think if you you like kind of dramas and you wa- you're willing to watch a film that's not in English, Celine Sciamma needs to be on your radar. She is a brilliant writer and director, mm-hmm. and her DP is just man. That's a team. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, do we know if this has gotten picked up yet and being distributed? I don't know. I didn't see anything, but um, I thought I caught us all. Maybe. Maybe they, they. You know, I'm asking you, and you know what? I got all the emails. From, you got Google's I and got, the emails. I got all the emails. That's, uh, he just Let likes to be like making me work. Let's see how you are. I really, really hope um, it gets picked up. Portrait got picked up by Neon. I don't know if this is as in its wheelhouse, but it doesn't feel like it's not something that should be a Neon project. So I wouldn't hate. I, I, that, I would it be does okay. seem like a Neon project. You're right. I it, Yeah. Let me see. I really hope that they come back for a second bite at the apple and they pick up um, Petite Maman the way they did Portrait of a Lady. And by the way, if you still haven't seen Portrait of a Lady on Fire, Oh, yep. yep. Neon looks like they got it. <laughs> hey, see, see, hello. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, Neon acquires the North American rights to to Petite Maman. Yep. So, and they, and they, did, they, they did that back in March, so they already knew what they were doing. They already okay, got it. Okay. Yeah. This, Does it have a right, this, this, um, let me see. Listen, I'm excited. Yeah, I don't see a release date for it. Yet. Okay, I will be honest. It's going to be. Th- Celine will have to go completely off the rails before I jump off being on board for their projects. Mm-hmm. I, I'm down to watch anything this person wants to make me. I'm down for any of the stories they want to tell. Because even when they take something that feels like as big and as gothically like familiar as the play, the way that they played with it, everything still has that unique edge and it's got powerful and it, it puts you in a place where you're start meditating on the themes of the movie and the, and the, the demonstration that they give you of how they direct their actors to pull everything helpful from them to help you explore this journey with them, but they still entertain you. Mm. Right. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I'm always gonna be biased in this person's favor. It is also funny. It is funny. We're just like, yeah, this feels like a neon project. And yeah, well, you know, neon, neon, neon thought so too. So they they bought that. Yeah, it doesn't have a North American release date yet, but um, I, you know what? Honestly, the release date for it will probably come, um, probably early next year because they'll probably make a festival run for this, just like they did with Portrait. So I hope so. I can see this uh, hitting theaters in the U.S. sometime, probably around December, January, or whenever. Yeah, because I I can see that happening. Um, I like that. I like it. Yeah, I mean, portraits is the same thing. So, yeah, I can absolutely see that happening. So, um, cool. All right, uh, we have um more films uh coming out uh, that we're gonna be reviewing. We did a total of eight 
four audio reviews. So I think we put out four already. There's number five. So there's three more coming out. Uh, and then I know Ro has a, a plenty that she is going to. Um, yeah, I'm going through and trying to decide how I want to talk about the other ones that I saw. It's not that they were not good enough for an audio review. Some of them you just didn't get a chance to see. And I did dip back in and see a couple of the documentaries. So I know you didn't see them, but I may make you sit on a mic and talk to me about them so I could, you know, talk about some of the docs that were the festival. That might happen, y'all. It might, if I can, I mean, I'm just saying. Because there are some worth us letting folks know about. But, and and I don't know if I got it in me because I watched the Attica documentary and I had to drink afterwards. And it wasn't because it was bad. It was because it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. Yeah. And I, And you made a good call to say that you weren't jumping down that rabbit hole with what was happening in the real world. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. I didn't yeah. do Doc. No, yeah. no. I, I, I thought I had it in me. I watched Attica. Um, mm-hmm. I realized I didn't. And then all the other documentaries I watched were about artists. So I watched Julia. I watched the Dion Warwick. I watched Jagged, the one about Alanis Morissette. And then I watched the one about Oscar Peterson, who's the jazz person. Um, I stayed after that. I stayed very far away from the ones. And I and I apologize to the people who put up good work in the festival. I didn't have it in me. I was I made the mistake of watching the news and I and I didn't have it in me. I just they were big. They were heavy hitting and they were really, really strong topics. No. And even oh. some of the ones that were coming of age stories, they just had a lot of angst attached to them. And I, I yeah, didn't have I it in me. I don't need reality. I don't need a dossier reality right now. So I'm, I'm yeah, good. I was good on getting some real fly history about some people who are really cool. And I learned a lot about Dion Warwick that I didn't that I, I suspected but did not know. Um, but yeah, um, I didn't. I you made a good call, my friend. You yeah. made a very good call. Yeah, they were a lot. So, all right, folks, uh, make sure you subscribe, movie trailer reviews, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and we will have more coming out soon. So stay tuned. Till next time, we're out of here. Peace. Mm-hmm.